This is going to be a really powerful and fun interview today. I recently connected with Dr. Mary Beth Robinson through a very interesting synchronicity. As you know, I love meeting people online who we just have like an immediate energetic connection. And as soon as we connected on Zoom for the first time, I was like, I have to have you on my podcast. Everybody is going to love what you're bringing to the table. If you've ever wondered what your superpower might be, if you've been like, you know, what's my real calling? What am I here on this earth for? What am I supposed to be doing with my gifts? You need to hear this episode. Let's jump in. This is Chelsea Fournier, AKA your routine queen. I believe that every aspect of running an online business can be broken down into a routine or a ritual that you can create, master, and either love or delegate to someone who does. I help lightworkers build or rebuild the foundation of an online business that will be able to scale to consistent 5K months, 10K months, and beyond. You too can run an online business for purpose and profit, helping your sole clients without putting yourself on the back burner. If you are a sensitive soul, an empath, a healer, a guide, and you want to make a huge impact but don't want to lose yourself in the process or subscribe to the hustle culture of most online marketers, I hope you stick around. Let's jump into this episode together. Welcome to episode 30 of Your Routine Queen podcast, and this is an interview episode, and it's going to be an amazing one. We're here with Mary Beth Robinson. And Dr. Mary Beth has been committed to one thing over her journey on this earth, and that is empowering people to live the lives of their dreams. Her work in chiropractic centered upon emotional and mental wellness, as well as physical wellness. And she has studied NET, which was new to me, neuro-emotional technique, and other methods to help her patients resolve issues that were affecting their healing and vitality. Also, for 15 years, she's worked as a consultant with business people. So this is really a fun conversation because she's bringing her expertise to other entrepreneurs, to people in business, on how to get clear about their superpowers. And I use this term sometimes, but I had never used it as specifically and as detailed as she does. She considers your superpowers to be your innate abilities and life purpose. And for many of us, that is undiscovered and not expressed. And Mary Beth is able to use her gifts to really help you to bring that out and highlight it in a really amazing, like self-awareness way. So that is a big welcome to Dr. Mary Beth. Mary Beth, thank you for being here on your Routine Queen podcast. Absolutely. I'm so excited. So excited to be here. You know what's fun? When we first connected, and I sometimes I just like to share how I connect with amazing people. So I happen to be on an email list that kind of like is a matchmaker for people who want to be on a podcast and people who have a podcast for guesting. And I don't often click into it. It's like one of those ones that I'm like, I don't want to unsubscribe, but I don't look at it often. I happened to click in and saw Mary Beth's profile of saying she might want to be on an episode and then clicked over to find her on LinkedIn and was like, I just think we need to talk. You're amazing. We had a fantastic conversation and now we're here bringing this together. And Mary Beth, one thing that I just loved immediately about our connection is that like me, you started down one professional path that you were very good at. You had your entire like profession in chiropractic and then you tried to morph it into like making that also be in alignment with your life's purpose and then kind of redirected and redefined yourself. So tell us a little bit about your chapter mm -hmm. as a chiropractor and how you started to explore what would now morph into what you currently do. Kind of bring us back a little bit. That is such a good question. I grew up 
having a lot of intuition. And I didn't grow up in an environment that was really encouraging of that. You know, most of us didn't. It's a very specific ability. And everyone's intuition is very different. So yeah, it's not like, I was like, going to okay. say, what did yours, when you say, you know, even young feeling intuition, what did that feel like when you were young? It was kind of like this weird light at the end of the tunnel, you know, like I could kind of see it, but it wasn't so clear, but I would just tune in with people's energy very easily. And I would like know what they were like. I wouldn't know any secrets or anything like that, but yeah. I would understand in a way who they were. And I would know if they were safe, if they were telling me the truth, that kind of thing, if they were open. And so I always loved that. And I wanted to work with people on a really deep level. So I went to chiropractic school, one, because my chiropractor who I had used was amazing and the smartest doctor I'd ever um, gone to, but I was really attracted to working with people at a very deep level. So then I got into neuroemotional technique and I found that as I worked with patients, I just wanted to specialize in that. If you're a chiropractor, you can do that specialty as long as somebody else is taking care of their health. And oh, I see. Yeah. So I found that I didn't really want to do, I still love chiropractic and I love body work, but I really wanted to specialize and be honest Mm -hmm. about what I really was doing. Because when I was in practice, I felt like I was almost pretending. I was a doctor. I was really a superpower intuitive expert Mm -hmm. pretending to be a doctor. Oh my gosh. I feel like so many listeners, if you have that level of intuition, are going to feel this because like, I was a lawyer. I was like playing the part of a a lawyer. But so much of why people came to me is because they would get way more than just the support of me being their lawyer. It was like emotional support and coaching support. And and so if you have those gifts, it like can't help but seep out if you're willing, right? Oh my gosh. It's so true. And I think even if we're not willing, it always comes out. It always wants to be expressed, whatever our unique ability is. And we, I don't believe we can ever get fully away from that, unless we totally cut ourselves off. It Mm. always is flowing. Even if it's just a trickle, it's that essence of ours is always alive Mm. down underneath the surface or right on the surface. And I loved finally saying, it was like telling the truth, saying, here's what I do. I work with people in an intuitive way to help them be who they've always known they can be. Yeah. And that's it. And I didn't quote hide behind Mm -hmm. my another profession because it was a, it was a, it was a great match, but it wasn't a 100% match. And I found that the 100% match makes all the difference. Wow. And so you wound down your practice of having Mm -hmm. the hands-on like physical healing aspect of chiropractic And so now you've shifted that into doing, this is, you you call them readings, right? You have relationships with clients Mm -hmm. where you're doing readings for them. Is that right? It is. It is. Readings and then follow-up coaching. Because what I have found with people is once we've talked about their essence, Mm -hmm. then it's kind of like we've we've started the flow and we can get deeper and deeper and deeper into what does that look like and what might be in the way. 
Right. And is it the time to explore making the changes to like better match being in alignment, I would guess. Absolutely. Do you find like, are there some people that are like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I want to say and actually start to make pretty big changes in their life to be more in alignment? Yes. yes. And what's interesting is I think one of the things that we do is we think, oh my gosh, my superpower should be my job. Well, huh. it doesn't really work that way. Now, in some instances, it really does. And it depends on the superpower. But I've done readings for people whose superpower is freedom. Like that, they are all about freedom. Freedom, okay. like to explore, free. And then there's not a job called freedom, <laughs> right? There should be. And it should there be should very be. well. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. But what? What so many people find is that whatever their superpower is and whatever situation they are, they are in, yeah. there is an opportunity to express your superpower. Hmm. So I'm going to use my sister as an example. My sister is a wonderful cook. I have two older sisters and um, my oldest is a wonderful cook. She loves to cook. And so when I did a reading for her, I said, I just got, wow, you love to cook, but it's not because it's a tool for you. Cooking is not your superpower. Hmm. What is her superpower is providing a space for people to be taken care of oh, like and nourishing. nourished like, and, wow. and at home, you know, yeah. like that's her thing. And so at the time she had just started real estate. And she was kind of struggling thinking this was decades ago. Okay. She was kind of struggling to find her essence there. And when we talked about the cooking, she realized that's what I want to do. I want to take care of people. I want to make sure they're nurtured. I want to make sure that they are, you know, safe and, and have that warm feeling and providing a home for people. That's like perfect, oh, right? So she could bring her super, like infuse it or play to right. that strength within the same profession. Exactly. And know that yeah. that was really her purpose. And decades later, she is amazing hmm. at helping people get through this process, absolutely taken care of, find a great house where they feel nurtured and taken care of. Wow. And that's totally her essence. Well, and I want to share with my listeners that I actually had the beautiful opportunity. So after Mary Beth and I connected and then a couple of days later, a little present popped into my <laughs> my email inbox and it was her having done a reading. And I've got to tell you, like, I didn't know what to expect when you said that you were going to do that for me. And it was like the most just thoughtful communication that was seeing and validating my soul and even little things that I was like, huh. I never really thought about it that way. And I've been rereading it and like rereading it. And so I didn't know what to expect. And then as I saw you say like, this is your superpower, this is your essence, here's things that you love. It's actually helped me even within like, as you know, I'm a business coach, I'm a podcaster, you know, I create courses and it's helped me start to own the voice that has felt small. Like the small voice that I think I've been bringing out in my messaging and signature transformation mm -hmm. is actually expanding a little bit to be like, yeah, I am that connector. Yeah, I do want to create a community. And so for me, it's just been, I don't want to say giving permission because it's not like any of us need permission, but 
it's been like reigniting little sparks of, oh, I can be bolder. I can be more specific. I can put myself out in that way. So if you're listening to this and you are in business for yourself, like you can always be more aligned with your essence and your superpower, I think. <laughs> I agree. And I, I love what you said because, and I'll get back to the permission thing in just yeah, a moment, okay. but speaking aloud our essence is so powerful and it grows on its own. We will find ourselves out of speaking from our essence and, you know, just even a little bit more clear and a little bit more and a little bit more clear. The more we speak it aloud and say, this is really who I am. The more genius just spills out of our mouths and we are saying things that we didn't even know Mm -hmm. that we are so great at, you know, I feel like it's so important. Once I started saying I do intuitive work with people finding their essence, it was past so powerful. And I thought people were going to think I'm bananas. Yeah. I am from the Bible belt. And that was, <laughs> and I'm sure I don't, who are like, what are my people going right? to think if oh I actually, gosh. you know, whether it is intuition or empath skills or just their superpower, if they're nervous about voicing it, you can be like, well, I'm from wherever my family believes oh, X. Right. And it can be really hard. Right. I don't have the accent anymore, but <laughs> I am from the Bible Belt. Yeah. And um, I was so nervous that people were going to think, oh, this is strange. Mm-hmm. I was so amazed at everyone having a positive reaction. Wow. It was really incredible because, but there's something so powerful about that truth. When we speak it and when we are aligned, magic happens Mm -hmm. and that could never have happened before. It's kind of like infusing the experience you have with others. There's something so innately powerful about speaking our truth. Like something is created within a conversation from that truth that could never have been predicted. So I love the idea of speaking. You know, one of the great things about you, Chelsea, is that you see people who are, I'm going to say, this is such a weird thing to say, but ready to pop, you know, like, yeah, like the potential, like, right. I'm looking out the, the window right now and there's like the buds. I was just going to say, it's like like swelling. I see people like that way of like, you're swelling. Let's do it together. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Right. You can see like they're almost ready to bloom and you're like, Ooh, with just a little, you know, with just a little help, that person is going to flower Mm -hmm. and be something that they always thought they could be in their subconscious. We all have it. Like you said, superpower essence work, it's validating. It's not like, what? I want to work with monkeys? I don't think so. That's strange. (laughs) Not that people can't work with monkeys, but it's not the most common thing. Right, right. (laughs) But, you know, it is such validation. We all know that that essence is down there, but there's something that always is saying, be like other people, be acceptable, you know, be safe. And I would say, paradoxically, the safest place to be is in our truth. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. It can and, feel scary to get there or to take a big step if you're yeah. feeling out of it. But I believe that it's like your fullest responsibility to live in your truth 
And once you're doing that, it is the same, you know, your ego might be trying to keep you safe with resistance right. or, you know, whatever's holding you back and it can mm -hmm. feel like it's safe. But once you can actually get into that alignment is truly where you're going to flourish, feel abundance, be in receiving mode and have that safety at a whole level. Like you can't even imagine until you start going there. Absolutely. I love this work and I love yeah. what you're doing because it is all about being aligned. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I was going to say, it's oh. funny because I can't give permission to anybody to do anything. You know, right, that's right. always up to the person. Yeah. But I find myself over and over and over giving people permission and just saying, yeah. you have permission to really be who you are, yeah. to speak it, to express that. I mean, I've worked with engineers who, you know, they don't usually think kind of spiritually or intuitively. Yeah. Yeah. But if we can get to that place of, essence with them mm -hmm. and give them permission. There's a, an engineer I worked with who is absolutely brilliant at coming into new situations and having a vision and saying, let's do this. Mm -hmm. How he was coming across was coming into a new company and being this amazing, you know, visionary. Mm -hmm. And everyone thought that he was saying, you're wrong. You're wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. The calling on them in a way that felt collaborative. Exactly. He didn't feel comfortable saying, this is my vision. Oh, Instead sure. of, because sure. what he would say is, fix this, do this, do this, do this. Because yeah. he's an engineer. And when he started saying, this is my vision. This is where I see that we can go. Where you are is fabulous. Yeah. But what about we go, you know, way further. And when he started to do that, people were absolutely on board. Mm -hmm. And then he got to speak his vision. Yeah. People did not like him before they resisted. They thought uh -huh. he was arrogant. Wow. After that, they treated him like a visionary and someone who could transform things. And yeah. they were totally on board. That's really cool. Well, and we're going to take just one quick break and we'll be back in just a second with the rest of the story from Mary Beth. In this episode, we have been having some rich conversations about owning your gifts, finding your essence, or bringing your big message out to the world. In my language, this translates into claiming your signature transformation. If you struggle with knowing how to put your work into words or resist creating content or posts for social media because it just never seems to truly convey what you want or what you feel, or maybe you're getting less engagement from the efforts than you desire in growing your online presence. If any of these are the case, I want you to know about my unique offering called Claim It and Call It In. This is a small group 90-minute live intensive workshop for lightworkers designing clarity on your signature transformation and how to infuse that into messaging to call in soul clients. I open intensive spots based on my availability so you can learn more and either sign up when it's open or join the waitlist for the next opportunity to work with me in this capacity. The support you get includes a 90-minute small group coaching in a mastermind style where I help you step into the leadership, authenticity, and messaging that is a vibrational match for what you truly do with your clients. 
You also get three weeks of ongoing support in a small group community online to implement and gain feedback on the new posts, messaging, bios, or copy that you start toying with after the workshop, as well as access to my efficient and energized content batching for Sensitive Souls system. Lastly, we're going to collaborate on redrafting a bio of your choice for your social media presence. All of this, you can learn more and enroll or join the waitlist at chelseafornier.com forward slash claim it. That's chelseafornier.com forward slash C-L-A-I-M-I-T. So Mary Beth, how did you spoke a little bit at the beginning about how you just always knew things and when you were younger and that maybe it wasn't necessarily fostered or always a positive in your life, but that it was just there and, and you accepted it. I'm just curious because I actually have a couple listeners in mind that I'm really hoping that they hear this episode because they reach out to me often saying like, you know, should I seek out a mentor? I want to explore these gifts. What does intuition mean to me? Would you just talk through, in our first conversation, I really loved how you spoke about that you actually haven't had a mentor in exploring these gifts and you've like seen that as a positive. Could you talk to us about how you have really honed or breathed the life into these gifts over the years? Absolutely. There are two parts of this and I want to be really organized so I can come okay. back to the second part. <laughs> so I'll talk about the mentor part second, okay. but I want to talk about intuition for a moment because yeah. one of the things that people who are intuitive have to face is that they can be vacuums for all the energy around them. Yes. And that is really bad. I spent decades of my life, I'm 52, by the way, just so you know, I'm not 24. I spent decades of my life just picking up everything. And with intuition, I think it's so important. I think I was 35 when I finally figured out, oh, I'm a vacuum for everyone's energy hmm. and I can't handle this. Yeah. And really, I'm I raising my hand. <laughs> right. Right. Because, you know, I don't know a lot of people who talk about this. And I am also saying to anyone out there, whatever age they are, that it's a process. I didn't figure this out right away. Nobody yeah. talked to me about this. So here's what I did, just so everyone's not left hanging. Yeah, sure. What I did is I literally said, God, universe, I am not going to receive all this energy anymore. Yeah. Only good stuff can come through, you know, divine messages. And for me, that was my truth. I want divine messages. I want positive things. I want ways to help people. Besides that, no. Yeah. And I am not even kidding that it yeah. was immediate. I was going to say, is that something you have to do every day to like no. set energetic boundaries or it was like a declaration that was followed? It was a declaration. And wow. for me, okay, I'm try this. <laughs> yeah, because really it was so specific Yeah, that I got it. There was this horrible thing in the news that had happened and it was just yeah. terrible. And because it happened close to my hometown, mm -hmm. I was very affected by it and I yes. could feel the trauma that this person had caused. And I just said, absolutely not. No wow. more. And I have, you know, since then, I mean, on occasion, some stuff will come in and I'll say, whoop, no, 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 that doesn't happen. And it doesn't. Mm. So I yeah. think, you know, for us, transformations happen, but sometimes we have to remind ourselves and that's okay. Yeah. But it became like a very tiny bit of energy that it took 
for me to not take on everyone else's energy. So I think for intuitive people, it's so powerful for us to be able to put the messages and the intuition and the energy that we feel into a positive thing for us. Like we are not responsible for other people. We are responsible for ourselves. You know, there are so many people that I have listened to. I think Byron Katie is one of my very favorite who wrote The Power of Now. And then she wrote a book called I Need Your Love. Is that true? She's fantastic. And, but what she says is what they have is theirs. What I have is mine. Theirs is none of my business, you know? And that's not to say that we can't make a huge difference with people. We are not at the effect of our intuition. I know I'm probably kind of going off on a tangent. No, I, I think this like... is so good for so many listeners. You know, even for me, I feel like over the past two years, I've, I really squelched and like numbed a lot of my intuition and and some mm-hmm. of it was conditioning and some of it was my family not being comfortable with who I was. And, and so I'm like stepping back into it and it feels like this floodgate of like, the entire world's emotions. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So I've been doing a lot of daily practices around clearing ego, clearing resistance, clearing attachments, like really learning how to tune into my energy, set energetic boundaries. You know, it's feeling, I don't want to say exhausting. It's just feeling like I need to keep, it's like energy hygiene. Like I got to do it every day. Right. And just hearing right. the potential of getting to a level where I could set a boundary that is respected is fascinating to me. So I really appreciate you sharing this. I'm sure a lot of my listeners will too. Well, it was so interesting because it literally just happened. I mean, it was so traumatic to experience what I experienced. And in that moment, I just said, okay, got it. It was such a moment of clarity. And one thing I want to say, just because you just said this about your family, your family is the worst, (laughs) you know? sounds so bad, but it is, it is, you know, I'm so lucky. My oldest sister has always been such a champion for me. She's amazing. And she has always believed in me and always encouraged me, but the rest of my family, you know, not as much. And, and you know what? Don't rely on your family for that. Not that you are, but just be aware that you've got friends and colleagues who get it. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Family will usually come around, but you know, those are the first people we usually talk to. And those are often people who cannot understand. Mm -hmm. They'll get it. They'll figure (laughs) it out. But you know, oh my gosh, there are some members of your family who will not get it for a while. Wait to talk to them until you're super, super clear and you feel not vulnerable about that. that And then you can just say, you know, I get it. It's, you know, I, I even say, I get it. It's super weird, isn't it? It's so weird. Yeah. It's not mainstream. So just (laughs) own that. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Right. Weird it up because there are people out there who need our help and who need our insight. And we can, you know, Chelsea, you are such a great example you are like always gathering to you people who are either ready to bloom in the process of blooming, you know, have bloomed and want to bloom more. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's what we all do. We all draw to us people who, whether they know it or not, whether we know it or not, they get who we really are. Our essence shines through whether we know it or not. Yeah. So the mentor thing 
the funny thing with intuition, it is so individual and intuition is a tool that always serves our purpose. So intuition isn't the end game, if that makes sense. And we all have to find like, what is it that we love? You know, how do we want to use intuition? Like for me, my satisfaction with working with people is knowing that it makes a difference. So even if I do a reading for free for someone, like someone in my life or whatever, I say my payment is that they give me feedback. And you know why? Because I love to make a difference. If I just did readings and I sent them out and never heard back, that would never work for me. But that's what I've learned over time. I'm like, I can't just do that because I have to have something in return. We all have to be fed, you know, and my purpose is to make a huge difference with people. So if I just did readings every day, sent them out, whatever, and I never got feedback, I would be one sad person. Just like Chelsea, if you worked with people who never, ever opened up and never started to, to blossom and understand their purpose and really use it, Mm -hmm. you'd be sad. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. You'd be super sad because that is not your essence. You are not somebody who's like, yeah, it lands how it lands, whatever. You're not that way. Your payment is that you see people really figuring out and expressing and having that incredible aliveness that you know is possible. Yeah. It's so So, fun. It's so true. (laughs) It's so, yeah. So as far as mentors go, there are so many ways we can use our intuition and there are so many techniques. Don't feel like you have to do, if somebody says do this and it really doesn't resonate with you, you don't have to do it. It's fine. There's so many different paths that we can take. And so trust yourself and you'll start drawing to you people who speak your language people who understand. I mean, the thing that I like about what Chelsea does is that she is not like, okay, here's this cookie cutter thing. Do this, do this, do this, do this. Because I have taken internet marketing courses from people who do that. Now, what worked for them was great for them. It is like foreign for me and awful, awful. I do not want to do what some people are doing. It's great for them. Same thing with intuition. I don't want to do fortune telling. I can't do it. It's not my thing. I also don't want to be a psychic for a police force. Hmm. Uh-uh. That is, that sounds just God awful. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it does. I'm like, really? I don't want to think about crime and death all day. Right. You know, not right. going to happen. So as far as mentors go, we always have this fantasy that there's going to be someone spiritually who were like, yes, that person. I'm not sure. I have never found that. Now, Eckhart Tolle, Wayne Dyer, Byron Katie, so many people that I have followed, um, Brene Brown, are just absolutely wonderful. But I also pick and choose Michael Singer, who wrote The Untethered Soul, amazing guy. So I just kind of pick and choose. And I think what we do is we gravitate toward people. Mm -hmm. Trust yourself to find that. And also be willing to say, you know, this just doesn't really work for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just yeah. doesn't. So I focus all of my programming and offerings with six values, core values. And the one that's really pinging for me that you're speaking about is discernment. 
Mm -hmm. having the discernment and not outsourcing, like, you know, it might sound contrary that I'm like, well, don't outsource your power, but then hire a business coach, right? But it's (laughs) it's about hiring, you know, if you're going to work with someone like Mary Beth to develop, it's more about developing or, you know, Mm -hmm. owning that, that piece of you and working with a mentor like me is about developing your next strategy, not someone, you're not outsourcing it. And that discernment is really, I think, a key word for like trusting your intuition and like sitting with something and you know does this mentor does this guru or does this whoever feel like it's gonna be the next little like little piece of my journey without expecting that it's gonna be like the key to unlock the kingdom like no other person is gonna be that for you other than you right you know what and i hate to say it because we have this idea that that person is out there i have looked i'm 52 I've looked for that for probably 48 years of my life. Like who's going to be the one? I don't know that there is the one. And that's why I so liked our discussion when we first talked is, you know, there are so many people who say, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. What I got clear from doing that big program that I did, which was a lot of money and a lot of time was, wow, I don't want to do any of this. Really, wow. what I, you know, what right. I mean, like, Thanks for okay, that right, exposing contrast to me <laughs> of what I do not desire. <laughs> right, exactly. This is, I get it. Like, yeah, you know, there are so many things that, like, my web designer, she's yeah. amazing. Yeah, she does that, and she has a vision, and she's amazing. I do not want to get into website design. Yeah, you yeah. know, we don't yeah. want to be a butterfly with a paperclip on our wing. You know. That's and a really I've, interesting visual. I, one of my friends, she is yeah. such a butterfly. And okay. I told her years ago, I said, you know, your expectations to, you know, make people okay and have them be happy and all that stuff. That's like a paper clip on your wing. You can't wow. fly when it's yeah. on there. Yeah. So I love that example. But, you know, when the answer is given to you, like do yeah. this, do this, yeah. I think it's hampering. And especially yeah. with our intuition, you know. Some people love that. Some people love analytics. They love figuring all that out. I don't. It's great to be honest about that. Yeah. Because I know for me, my thing is I love to deliver divine messages. Mm-hmm. That's it. I yeah. like love to deliver divine messages in the most powerful way that I can. Yeah. So I approach my business like that. And I've never talked to someone who works in business until you, Mm -hmm. who understands, yeah, it doesn't have to be a cookie cutter. Yeah, It could really be in line with what you are and who you are. Mm -hmm. And I just find that really fantastic and incredibly rare that people do that. And that's something I really appreciate about you. Because I also know that people that you work with, You are never going to stop until you find a way to, you know, unlock that Yeah. because you just wouldn't say, well, you should do this and that's it. Right. Right. Well, since we are on the routine queen podcast, I do have just a couple (laughs) questions about routines before we wind down. This has been such a valuable conversation. And since you do run a business and you, you know, can serve people anywhere and there's the online aspect to it, I like to just hear from different people. Pro and con. So there's gonna be like a positive and a negative. We're gonna start with the positive. So mm-hmm. I wanna hear one routine in your life or your business that you have honed over the years that you truly feel serves you in running an online business. Is there anything you do that you're like, wow? Yes. So 
And this took me a while to figure out. Yeah, sure. Because I am a to-do queen. I am like, I am a list maker. I am an organizer because I like to have a clear space. Uh So energetically that works for me. Okay. So one of the things that I do, I have a morning, a work day and an evening routine. Oh, interesting. And yeah. And, and I just do those things every morning. And so if I know like, oh gosh, I want to add this thing, I'll add it. I'll just put it in there. And so one of the things that I added to each routine was divine connection. Hmm. It's more of a being than a to-do. And so I put the being part in so that throughout the day I'm reminded, am I connected? Yeah. Am I doing that? That's a fairly new thing for me because, but I just absolutely love it. I have the being as yeah. a reminder mm. instead of the doing, because of I am doing. super good at doing. Yeah, me too. You know? I'm like a right. super fast human being at creating oh, yeah. things. And, right. I'm like, but, well, and when I'm in a big creation mode, like I'm mm. working on a workshop and, you know, like sitting down and making a bunch of slides and stuff. And I set a clock or an alarm on my phone for 30 minutes and it's just a reminder to me to like take a deep breath whatever practice it is for you you know to connect to your higher self or to your inner being guidance and it's just like okay let me take like literally a minute to make sure i'm connected am i taking a deep breath and then in that moment i might also say do i need to get up and move do i want to use the next half hour for movement instead of creation but just that like you know whether it's in your evening middle of the day work day just like figuring out how often And for me, it's on days where I know I'm putting a lot of energy out to create things that are going to go out to a lot of people that I just like want to make sure like clockwork that I'm doing that. So I even like ramp it up more. Absolutely. I think that is super, super smart. In fact, I'm going to adopt that because I do do the time thing. Like I'll work on this for 20 minutes, then I'm going to get up and I'm going to do a little bit of stuff. Then I'm going to work on some other things, but I love the, the just being, and you know what? Mm -hmm. It doesn't take long. It doesn't take like, you don't have to spend an hour and a half if you want to great, but it doesn't take that. Sometimes for me, connection is just like, wow. Okay. My body relaxes. My breathing is good. And I'm like, oh, right. Okay. I'm connected because that leads to the other side of the coin. Yeah of to do. So tell me what your second question was. Oh, yes. Right. The the (laughs) contrast, is there an area of your life or business that you desire more routine that you know would serve you? Oh, gosh. You know, so much of my business is so new to me right now. Yeah. And so I'm just developing systems for sure on my new venture. Something that I wanted to say, and not everybody who works with you is, is a woman, but as far as women go, there's so many different roles we play in life. You know, I was talking to one of my friends who just had two babies and she said, I don't even know who I am. And I said, of course you don't. I said, we are so many different people through the course of our lives. I finally have a kiddo who is getting ready to graduate from high school and go on to college. And because I was so involved in their life and what they needed and that kind of stuff, I didn't start my business for a while Mm -hmm. because it was choose, you know? I'm a single mom and I thought I've got this job and I've got my, my kid. So, 
you know, I'm start, I'm really starting out and it's challenging to say, okay, here are the things I do every day. So that's the process I'm in. But I did want to say as women, we have, you know, we have so many phases of life. If we have children, that's something to really take into account. We don't want to just not do anything with our children. We don't want to push them aside, you know? And so those routines are super important for us. Mm -hmm. I always go back to my list of things I'm doing, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's, it's fluid at the moment, but I know the, there are three things and three things are my usual thing in every job I've ever done. Three things I do every day with my work and I keep it simple like that. So I'm kind of working right now on what's the most appropriate. I don't know what's going to happen, how it's going to be. And I think for whatever phase we're in, you know, if I had had somebody talk to me about this, when I had my child, you know, when they were young, it would have been much easier for me to have made more progress than I have. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I know. I Can we go back in time and can you, um, be my routine queen person ah. 30 years ago. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was only eight years old. Right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Mary Beth, this has been such a pleasure. I hope that my listeners are going to come back to this and maybe even take some notes from what you shared and get some inspiration. And if people want to follow you and learn more about what you're doing, um, just talk us through where they could head to and I'll make sure that everything goes into the show notes for easy clicking. Hey, fabulous. My work is called Superpower Inc. And my website is superpowerinc.org. There is a huge conglomerate that is called <laughs> superpowerinc.com. And so if you come up with that, just simply do superpowerinc.org and then put Mary Beth Robinson and you'll be connected to my Facebook page. Yeah. And you can go right to my website. It has a link there. Look at my website. I'm always adding more content and I will be doing more and more, you know, free examples of how to find your essence, how to work with that. And on the bottom of every page, there's a way you could sign up for my email list. Please do that. I promise to send you short things Mm -hmm. that are very easy to digest. Yeah. I love that about your work and just how clear and simple everything is because sometimes when people come to you desiring to know their superpower it can feel messy or complicated or like a big project and you just breathe life into this being like no we're just gonna have fun we're gonna explore you and find your essence and then I love that you offer the supporting sessions of coaching afterwards because there is going to be that potential for like nobody else gets me and I need to this through and reframe what I'm doing and like right so awesome Well, thank you so much for being on this podcast today. And I know we're going to be staying in touch and uh, definitely encourage people to go find Mary Beth at superpowerinc.org and anywhere that that spirals you off as she does more and more online and grows her business. Be a part of that. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me, Chelsea. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me to have you part of this community. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday and subscribe to your Routine Queen podcast wherever you typically listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Remember, routines and rituals are your friend and part of the path to the next level version of you that is already calling in the business and life that you desire and deserve. See you on the next one.